I was just on Instagram not too long ago and a friend posted and she said, too much light is blinding. And before that, talked about how it is so important to be with the shadow and the shadow aspects of ourselves and the darkness. And it just got me thinking, and I've been, you know, meditating on it before that, that this time last year, I was in so much denial about the changing of the season and it getting into fall time. And I remember last year, it felt like I was kind of in denial about it. I remember going to the park after not going for such a long time and taking a look at the tops of the trees and basically all of the leaves had fallen at that point and I just remember sobbing because when I looked out into the forest it really felt like all of the it just felt like there's nothing to hide anymore there's nothing that is to be hidden around all of the flower and fauna that there is in the summertime it's like there's no more hiding here's the time to like really see the bare bones of what is and i just remember that made such a profound impact on me last year especially because I had just been clinging on to the light I had been clinging on to wanting life and what I was feeling to be a certain way and yet when the truth of reality like really came down to it it was a time to release that and move into the reality that, yeah, there's a new season upon us. And in that, I was in so much denial of stuff that I wanted and needed to face because it was just so uncomfortable. And it's one of those things like we're always doing the best that we can. Your body, your mind are keeping you safe way more than we could ever even anticipate. And then this year, I've been looking forward to fall. I feel like since we were in the middle of summer, and I know there's something to be said about just enjoying, you know, where you're at, but this summer has been such a trip. <laughs> It's been such a trip. I feel like I started feeling this year a little bit more early on about wanting to be honest with myself and about just things, about what my values are, about what I want. You know, I'm nearing on 30, so it's like, what 
are you set? I'm heading into uh, Saturn return. We're fully into the Saturn return. If you are aware of uh, of what that is astrologically, and it's pretty much like okay. Anything that you were clinging on to, get ready to release. And if you don't, well, that's another conversation. Um, However, I'm really thankful that people in my life and who have come into my life over the last year have made it a point to tell me that it is such an important thing for us to feel our feelings in real time. And I didn't really acknowledge that that's what was happening because it felt like, it feels like I've been holding on to stuff for so long. And, you know, I think that that's probably a part of it. You know, your body and your mind keeping you safe and in survival and going on to the next thing. There are some times and some phases in life where you are just going to kind of be you're going to be going through it. You're going to be going through the motions. And if you have the luxury, if you have the awareness, if you have the practice, you can take moments and take a breath. It's kind of like what my friend said earlier. She said that she heard in a yoga class like, Okay, imagine your mat and then imagine the the whole earth beneath you. That's how supported you are. Well, then she said... Um, yeah, but sometimes the earth opens up (laughs) and it swallows you. It swallows you in. And so I guess in me just all saying this, you know, it's really interesting what a year difference can make. Because I feel like this summer I was in resistance to so many things, you know, some like life changes happening as they always do. And I feel like I was just trying to make it work or I was so in my own depressed feelings that all I could really do was just kind of go from one thing to the next. And then somewhere, somehow... It gets alleviated a little bit because I started to be real with myself. Instead of trying to cling on to what once was, being honest about, okay, this is where I'm at in life. And honestly, getting real about, you know, the the yogic practice for me, whether it be the asana, whether it be the breath work, whether, whether it be the yamas, niyamas, the whole practice in itself is for me bringing myself back to honesty, honestly honesty about it's cool that so many people are living their lives and doing the things that they want to do but what is really true and what is really real for me and especially taking the time to grieve maybe ideas of what you thought was going to be it Maybe you had such a strong conviction about, well, I'm going to do this with my life or I'm going to be living here by the time I'm here or I'm going to have X, Y, and Z. No matter what it is, there is definitely a grieving period that comes 
with all of that stuff. And I think that just as time goes on, it's a continuous grief cycle. Because what also is within the grief cycle, there is acceptance. There are those glimpses where you're like, okay, I got this. You're making meaning out of the loss. You are finding gratitude in what you have created or what space you allowed there there is that that's a part of the process that doesn't happen after the grief process is all said and done that's an active part of it and i don't think that that process is done either and so all of these things are just a means to say that we need both the light and the dark (laughs) now is a perfect time to be honest with ourselves. What is working and what is not? What am I clinging on to so much that it is, in fact, causing more harm than it is good? What place in the grief cycle are we in right now? Up until recently, I thought that my life was going to look one way, but then receiving such beautiful people in my life, I'm opening up to the idea, stuff that I had written off as no way, that's never happening, that's never going to be me. And now the fact that that very well might be a possibility it is it shakes you down to that identity that that our ego that we just love to craft ourselves because that's kind of what the rules of the game are here you know what country do you live in what uh you know social status what's your job what's this um whatever it is that for me the longest time had been oh jordan the yoga instructor well that's always going to be my life but guess what i found out over the last however many years of trying to make yoga the thing that i'm doing i mean think about just look at that language The practice of yoga, the pathway of yoga has always been for me. It has always been something that saved my life when I was just in the throes of it. And now that is... Not coming to an end because it's something that I'm always going, that's always going to be the path that I walk upon in life. However, with things like being in that space, you know, one of my teachers told me is yoga is not something for us to sell. And that has always really struck me, even before she said that, because trying to just get that to be the thing that sustains me financially just has never sit right with me. And after spending, you know, a long time 
not being secure within my finances because, you know, you have a whole world that says, oh, follow your passion and make your passion your job. You'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, maybe. And also another truth of that is make your passion your job and you will grow to resent it and it will rob the joy from you. So that's just one example of what I mean when I say identities are shifting. And you know, I'm someone who I feel like I'm very aware about, okay, you know, not clinging on to anything, not clinging on to these identities, shed, 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 have the little death each and every day. But then when push really comes to shove, the mind is so tricky because here I am clinging on to something so much and it took a lot of time to begin to release just the dream and the vision of what I thought maybe could be because that's not it. And after a while of, and and it could be part, it, of course, it's a part of the puzzle. I've been sitting, I'm an active puzzler. I love puzzles. I just finished one. And as I was sitting there, I was like, you know, it really takes time to complete a puzzle because you're sitting there with all of the pieces. You're sitting there with the image in your mind. And that little puzzle piece of the way that I thought things should be is only just one piece to the larger picture. And so there's so much gratitude felt in that. However, the larger picture of the puzzle, I might not know what the picture is. Someone took the box away. I'm literally just sitting here with all of the pieces and you're, you're marinating yourself into it. And so after getting past the point of all of the fear, I'm now catching glimpses of the excitement that is to be found within the mystery. Last year, and honestly, I feel like this has just been a year cycle because last year when I was in all of that denial, I was, I was, I was clinging to the light. I was really blinded by a lot of stuff. And last year when I faced the forest and I just saw the bare bones of the forest, it really clicked in for me like, wow, there is, there's a lot here. There's a lot of pieces. There's a lot that is to that is making up the larger picture of the whole, but how do you keep the faith when you don't know what that picture looks like? It's not up for us to know. And so coming up on a year now, I feel like I'm finally excited at what is the next thing. While instructing, you know, asana, meditation, breath work, and just holding space while that's always going to be a part of my life, there is so much more. And if I am to remember anything from these teachings and this practice is the more that we identify ourselves to things the more we are uh, clinging to and the harder it's going to be when those things just start to dissipate. They start to dematerialize. 
and something that you clung on so hard to that's not even a reality anymore and what happens even when something that you love so much you got to open up your palms and and it's time to release it I don't necessarily have the answers, but it's all stuff that comes up. So all of this is pretty much just to say that now is the time for shadow. Now is the time for being honest with ourselves. Whatever practices you're involved in, you know, we don't need to cling to another modality. We don't need to cling to another person's way of thinking or another philosophy or anything else. What about the profound nature of just sitting with all of the puzzle pieces in front of you? The puzzle for me is a one-point focus. I'll get a piece, you know, every now and again sure as the puzzle's coming towards a close you know it's like every piece I pick up I know what spot it fits in but especially when you're starting out on a new one you might only have the border you might not even have the border you might not even have the container for what it is but sitting with it and sitting with yourself it has a tendency of providing us with a lot of information or even our ability to not be able to sit with the stuff that is indicative of a lot of information too so all of this is just to say that if you have been in a season of change if you have been in a season of, you know, kind of scrapping everything that you thought you knew and it feels like you're at square one, I'm here to tell you, and it might not, you might just think, okay, that's bullshit, but truly, and it's because I'm in a moment of clarity that I'm able to say, what if, even just as we're listening to this, by the end, maybe for a minute after, If we can start to lean into the mystery and trust the process. There's a lot of emphasis on trying to do things and make things happen. And yes, uh, manifestation without action is just a wish. So I understand that part of it. However, why would we act or do in a direction that we don't even have all of the information in. Rushing is, do we think that we don't have enough time? Do we think, I mean, just think about rushing and the lack of integrity that comes in rushing. You cut corners. But when you take your time to sit with stuff, that is when sustainable things happen. That is when sustainable things can start to fall into a system and you don't have to think about it so much. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about becoming older and knowing yourself is that, okay, maybe around these times of the year, this time of the year, you know, summers, these last couple of years have been challenging for me. That's also not something to cling to and expect that that's going to happen. But... It's October, feeling into 
you know, this upcoming Scorpio energy. As far as I'm concerned, I just feel like all of fall is Scorpio. <laughs> um, it just, and maybe because it's so innate within my own chart. And mind you, I'm not trying to attribute everything to astrology. Again, it is just a tool that is helpful to kind of just think about the archetypal energy that's out in the air. But the Scorpio is all about mystery. It's all about the depths. It's all about it's all about death and rebirth. And if you feel like the death and the rebirth and the mystery has kind of been over the last, if you're like me, over the last year, I'm starting to come out of it now. In a way, meaning that I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what's going on. However, I'm not beating myself up so much because I don't know. I'm not... I'm I'm not creating conditions for me to just upset myself in the future. You know, now is the time I'm excited for fall and winter because I'm excited not to fill, you know, my time up so much with plans and lean more into the flow and what kind of can come about. I'm looking forward to honestly keeping my hands busy, creating, seeing what comes out of that. Maybe we view this time as a renaissance, a renaissance of ourselves, a renaissance of the dreams that we have for ourselves. Too much light can be blinding. And somewhere along the way, we've gotten afraid of darkness. When really, if we can open up our perspective a little bit, the darkness has so much to offer us. It has so much to teach us. The darkness is a safe haven, a potential safe haven. It is the dream lodge. It is the dream space. And within that, when you're dreaming, when you're sleeping, when you're resting, there's a connection to spirit that no book can tell you, that no certified coach or this or that can tell you. It's straight from source. And that's going to be one of the most, you knowing yourself is the most, is one of the most valuable things, especially in terms of not creating our own suffering. So with that being said, thank you for taking time to pause underneath the shade of the plum thunder tree i hope that wherever you are whatever space you occupy i hope that you are safe i hope that you can savor in a breath that brings you peace 
being honest with ourselves is uncomfortable. But what would we rather have? The discomfort from just pushing things off to the side or the discomfort that comes from growth, the growing pains, the discomfort and the pain of the birthing process. If it does feel like the world has swallowed you on up, for today, I'm out. Maybe for this last, you know, couple weeks, I've seen, you know, the sky up above and I'm able to look up above and stretch my neck and feel my heart and my chest lift and I'm able to really feel into the support. But if it does feel like you're swallowed up, you don't need to tire yourself from trying to dig yourself out just yet. And of course, only if that's comfortable for you. This is not to negate um, asking for help. And as someone who has just recently, within the last year, to receive help in a really much more personal way. I mean, I've seen therapists for years, but the actual people in my life, that's what, that's what people are there for. They're not there just because of the, the put together version of you. They're there because they want to be there for you. And periods of darkness does not mean that you are not worthy of love and support and care and compassion. So with all of this, just know that you are not alone. You're not alone. And... While we're here together, let's find a comfortable seat. Take a couple deep breaths together. So just allow your breath to empty on out. Then we're ready. Nice and deep within your diaphragm. Take a nice breath in. And out. Notice if your hands are comfortable. Find a little bit of comfort there. And again, breathe it in. Maybe on this next one, as you exhale, purse your lips like you're blowing out on a cup of hot tea or hot coffee. Resettle your shoulders, resettle your hands. We'll breathe in again. Acknowledge your breath. 
as it is. You got this. Have a beautiful rest of your day, your night. Enjoy yourself. No matter where you are, no matter what phase of life or within the process you are, I pray that we can all lean into the mystery a little bit and find some comfort along the way. Thank you. Beautiful breathing.